Hey everyone, let me ask you a quick question. Are you creating too much content without actually having a plan to get that in front of your audience? Well, this episode is brought to you by Content Repurposing Roadmap. This is my flagship course where I take you step-by-step -step through my content repurposing strategy. You'll get proven systems, real-life examples, and fill-in-the-blank templates to help you get started. If you want to get more out of every piece of content you're creating, you can enroll for this course at contentrepurposingroadmap.com. Hey everybody, before we get started, I want to thank my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. You can get unlimited podcast editing and strategy for one flat rate by visiting hatch.fm. All right, let's get in the show. Welcome to Distribution First, the show where we flip content marketing on its head and focus on what happens after you hit publish. Each week I share playbooks, motivations, stories, and strategies to help you repurpose and distribute your content because you deserve to get the most out of everything you create. All right, on this episode of Distribution First, I wanna do something a little bit different. I am actually going to take a bunch of time and go through some questions that you all have been asking me. A lot of the questions that come in have repeatable themes. So some of the things people ask from time to time do have a unique or specific spin, but a lot of times it's the same questions with different variables, different companies, different company sizes. And so hopefully regardless of what type of company you work at, these questions and the answers to these questions will be able to help you out as well. So excited to get in this one, let's start the show. Hey everyone, let me ask you a quick question. Are you creating too much content without actually having a plan to get that in front of your audience? Well, this episode is brought to you by Content Repurposing Roadmap. This is my flagship course where I take you step-by-step -step through my content repurposing strategy. You'll get proven systems, real-life examples, and fill-in-the-blank templates to help you get started. If you want to get more out of every piece of content you're creating, you can enroll for this course at contentrepurposingroadmap.com. All right, question number one. This one comes from Zunera. They ask, in your opinion, which is the best platform to distribute blog posts besides publishing it on your company website? I love this question. I think to start, it's a great starting question because a lot of times what folks will focus on is the publishing side. So besides publishing it on your company website, publishing it on your company website literally does nothing outside of making it live. And so for somebody to actually come to your website and find that piece of content, they have to have a reason to do that. And typically that can come in a few different forms. That can come in a direct form. So you sending somebody directly to your website, it can come from a Google search. So if somebody is searching something and they stumble upon your piece of content and it's ranking, they can get to it from there. But outside of that, you have to move people to the site. You have to move people to that piece of content. You have to make them aware of your content and make them aware that this thing exists because otherwise it's literally just going to sit on your website and kind of like trickle in with a couple little hits here and there in the analytics. So for me, I think it's all about being able to remix that content and think about it in a different way. And so for blogs, I like blogs because you've got this nice written content. It's usually already 
formatted and thought out. And what that allows you to do is then take that piece of content and cut it up into different ways. And so whole premise of this podcast, distribution first. So I would think through before you even worry about really how you're, what you're going to cut that up into, like think about where you want to distribute that piece of content. So it, for example, for me, if I was writing a blog post, how I would redistribute that content is I have an email newsletter. So I would think about how do I take that blog post and repurpose it into a native email newsletter? And again, the goal is not necessarily to get people to click off of your email and then read the post on your blog. It's to get people to consume the content. And so I might just literally reformat the blog post, maybe tweak the intro, maybe tweak the outro, but then give the full meat of the post into the actual newsletter. That's one option. You could also, if it's a list or if it's a how-to, you could tease out some of that how-to content and then link off and say, hey, if you want to get the full list, check it out here. So that's one option I would think about. And then the other one, I think, and again, depends on channels, but with written content, a an awesome way to cut that up is to take that content and turn it into a Twitter thread. And so what you can do essentially is use a tool like Hype Fury or Buffer even has something like this. Um, you could honestly even do it uh, natively if you wanted to, but take that, paste your blog post copy in and then see how it looks as a Twitter thread at 280 characters a piece. Put that in there, create a really good hook at the top, create a CTA at the end to check out something, whether it's your full post or check out content upgrade, like a template or something like that. And so what you'll have after you have that Twitter thread is you will have not only the thread itself, but individual tweets that you can then repurpose and also send out. And so by forcing yourself to cut down main points of your blog post into 280 characters, you now have you know, if you have a long blog post, you could easily get one Twitter thread and then five to 10 individual tweets that you can then pull out and reshare those at different times. Because just because someone saw your Twitter thread doesn't mean that they consumed every single bit of it or that they can't re-see that content later and get and find it useful. And so I would think about that. And then the other thing too, is being able to break both of those things out for other channels that take written content. So another one for blogs in particular, especially if you're in the B2B space is something like LinkedIn. And with LinkedIn, you can basically do the same thing. You could take one post and how I like to think about this, especially for LinkedIn is to look at the main post as sort of a summary. So I'm going to give you the meat of the how-to or the list or something, but then I'm going to take each H2 in there and I'm going to break that out as a section or a theme of the post. And I'm going to write an individual piece of content based on that theme or that post. So hopefully that's helpful in terms of how to take and distribute blogs. That gives you kind of three ideas you can use between a newsletter and Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm sure there's a million other ways you can cut that up, but that's how I would do it if I was getting started. All right, this next question comes from Jacob. He says, I was wondering when you repurpose your content, do you still try to give it its own new life with different titles, thumbnails, themes, etc., or would you make it do different from where you repurposed it from? I feel like when you repurpose too much without changing something, people will feel like they've already heard this or that they won't engage with it. So great question. I think to the front end of that question, 
repurposing content in order to give it a new life. That's the whole reason behind repurposing. So it's the difference between reposting and repurposing. So reposting is just slapping the same thing on different channels and saying, hey, well, I got it out there, even if it doesn't really work. I honestly think people are doing this now with like vertical form videos on LinkedIn. LinkedIn doesn't even support vertical form videos, but people are just slapping them on there because you know, they think it works rather than creating something that's natively engaging for the LinkedIn platform. So I think that's the difference between when you talk about giving it new life with a title and a thumbnail and a theme, et cetera. I think, yeah, like give it new life, try to make its own thing. If you have a long video and you want to cut it up into short videos, yeah, give it a new thumbnail and put a different headshot on it, make it unique. This is what a lot of companies do with podcasts. For instance, they might have a long podcast with one thumbnail, one video, et cetera, and then have sub little videos outside of that with different looks and feels and themes, even though it's coming from the exact same main piece of content. And then to answer the back end of that question where he asks, it feels like when you repurpose too much content without changing it, that people will feel like they already heard this. I talk about this a lot, but I think as a creator and as a brand or a company, we get bored of our messages way faster than our audience does. And I've seen this a ton in different businesses that I've either worked with or worked at. And it's easy to see why that happens because especially if you're building out a new campaign or building out sort of a voice and tone or a messaging strategy, you are in knee deep. You have been in meetings, you've been in brainstorms, you've been talking, you've been building, you've been talking about it probably for months and trying to get that just right. So by the time you release it, you internally are kind of bored of it and sick of it. And you don't like want to hear that message ever again, but your audience is just now starting to hear that. And there is a legit stat out there with, in terms of like how many times somebody needs to hear a message. I think it's between seven and nine times before they even start to just catch on. And so in order for you to make sure your message is actually focused and on point, you have to be able to get those messages out more than once. You have to be able to have your audience consume that and understand, say, oh, okay, this is what this brand is about. This is what they stand for. This is what they help you with. Because just one or two posts here and there are never going to do the job, the heavy lifting of getting that message out there. And I think if you look at the really good content creators, even on the individual side, they do a really good job of this. So I like to reverse engineer what creators are doing, even outside of what other companies are doing, because creators, they have to build content and they have to get attention for their content. It's no different with companies. You want attention. And the best way to do that now is to create content. So being able to take what you have and repurpose it and basically figure out how you can say the same thing a hundred different ways and do it in a way that adjusts for medium angle type of content. So think about, is it a how-to? Is it a list? Is it a story? Is it a challenge? Is it a uh, mistake you made. Those are five things right there that you could take for any given topic and bust those out. And so just think through the different angles you have, think through the different types of content and your audience shouldn't get bored. If your audience isn't resonating with the message, even after you're repeating it, that might mean the message is wrong. It might not mean that the tactics are wrong with that. All right. This next question comes from Donovan. He asks, what does your production process look like including the software that you use. And so, yeah, this is my production process is simple. I did a whole episode on this where I broke down if I were to start a content strategy in 2023, 
this is what I would do. And I'm basically laid out what I'm doing, but I can kind of go high level on that as well here. So my production process is everything is built around this show right now. Everything I'm doing is built around this show. And so what that looks like is I'm recording an episode from there. I'm taking that episode and turning it into newsletter that goes out every Saturday from both sets of mediums. I'm taking them and turning them into extra written content for social and turning them into video content for social. And so as far as the tools I use, I don't use anything super fancy. I'm, I'm starting this business and I'm like scrappy as I'll get out. So, so for email, I use SendFox. Very basic tool from the folks over at AppSumo. And I send emails out every single week. That's what I use. It's a simple tool to send the emails. For recording this podcast, I record it basically by myself. I don't have a ton of guests right now. So I use a Camtasia video editing software. I just record it natively um, right here on my computer and then ship that off to get it edited from the folks over at Hatch. And for the clips, I have somebody helping me out with those as well in terms of getting the clips. But if I didn't have somebody helping me, I would use Descript, hands down. Being able to bring in the audio and the video and then edit that into script and you can create templates for your social content, all that type of stuff right there in that product and edit the the transcript right there. That's been super helpful and makes things go really, really fast. And I've used that when I was at Metadata as well, even just to pull clips before sending them off to getting them edited. And then the last thing I'm trying to think through, we'll talk about social. So distribution. I've used a ton of different scheduling platforms and tools and doing it natively. And for me, I can't, I started with Buffer, went away to like six different tools and came back to Buffer. And the reason I did that was because honestly, I like to lay everything out in a nice, neat format and be able to batch load all of my content on both LinkedIn and Twitter. So after I create the newsletter or create the show, I'm going in like, in the previous comment about the blogs, I'm going in and cutting those up into the different types of content that I can share out. So different tweets, Twitter threads, LinkedIn posts, et cetera. I'm starting to bust those out. And then I just load that all into Buffer, schedule it out. And even with Buffer, I use kind of their campaigns. I don't even know if you're supposed to use it this way, but that's how I use it. I create little themes around whether it's a newsletter or whether it's a topic or an idea. And you can color code that in Buffer. And so right on the calendar, I can see exactly what content is going where and what themes are hitting. So I'm making sure I'm not hitting too many themes in any given week or I'm not hitting, talking about the same newsletter that I sent out, you know, twice in a row, I'm scheduling those out in different formats. So that's a brief overview of kind of my rough production process and the software that I use. Again, it's very simple in terms of software. I would say it's, SendFox for email, it's Buffer for social media, and it's Descript for cutting clips and Camtasia or Riverside. If you were going to do a remote show for the podcast, I would I would use Riverside. All right. This last question comes from Sammy. She asks, would love to hear more on distribution, maybe channel packages that work together. For me, it's LinkedIn, Medium, Twitter, plus website. So yeah, and we touched on this a little bit early on, but I think 
when you are starting with a distribution first mindset, when you're thinking about those channels, that's why it's important to think about distribution first and channels first, because it's going to cascade down into what else you create. So if you start with video content and you know you want to be on YouTube, that's gonna be totally different than if you're really active on LinkedIn or really active on a site like Pinterest or something, you know what I mean? Like it's totally different depending on your strategy. Or if one of your main distributions is SEO, that's another thing. SEO is a distribution platform. For somebody that's doing SEO, maybe their main distribution is Google and their website (laughs) because maybe they're not super active in terms of other channels, but you could see where we talked about in the first question, taking that blog content or that even the SEO based blog content, depending on what it is and translating that into content that could be useful on LinkedIn or Twitter, or even turning that into a carousel and doing something on Instagram. So there, there's different ways to format that. But in terms of like channel packages, I just think, think about the mediums you're building out and creating, and then what channels support those mediums. So if you're doing heavy graphics, Instagram might make a ton of sense. If you're doing heavy content, LinkedIn or Twitter uh, might make a ton of sense. If you're doing video, obviously YouTube, TikTok, even reels on Instagram. So I think just thinking through those things and combining those and making your own packages, because there's no one size fits all to the channels or the distribution side. It's really what's going to work for you and your company at the end of the day. All right. Super fun episode. Loved answering your questions. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to do something like this again soon. In the meantime, I would love for you to sign up for my weekly repurposing rundown newsletter. Every week I share my best strategy, tips, stories, motivations to help you repurpose and distribute your content better. And you can always sign up for that at justinsimon.co. Hope to see you over there as well. And I will talk to you all next week. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Distribution First and thank you for listening all the way through. I appreciate you so, so much. And I hope you're able to apply what you learned in this episode one way or another into your content strategy as well. Speaking of strategy, we have a lot of things going on this year that are gonna help you build your brand, 10X your content and transform the way you do content marketing. Make sure to subscribe to the show and sign up for my newsletter at justinsimon.co so you don't miss a thing. I look forward to serving you in the next episode as well. And until then, take care and I'll see you next time.